they say that your boyfriend's looking for me. That's cool. That's cool. Well, you should know I'm pretty easy to find. Just look for me wherever he sees you. Ooh, this reminds me of a situation I was in a number of years ago. Let's talk about it. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Category Is. And we got an interesting uh, show this week. Um, <laughs> a lot of people breaking up and a lot of things are going on. But let's hop into my favorite part of the episode, and that is how we always get it started with what you're drinking. And for this week's episode, I'm drinking a Bartesian cocktail. It's called the Cupid's Arrow. A lot of people need help in the love department <laughs> this week, but um, it is a gin-based cocktail, and it has uh, guava, strawberry, and lime, and it's actually really, really good. Let me see if I can find a recipe in case you don't have a Bartesian. Yeah, just get you some guava nectar. Um, you can get some uh, strawberry juice or nectar or whatever. Um, mix it up with some gin, maybe do a little simple syrup to sweeten it up a little bit and add in a splash of lime. And that is what you got at Cupid's Arrow. Remember to drink responsibly if you are of legal age to do so in your jurisdiction, but if you're going through a bad breakup, hey, I mean, go ahead and get wasted. And so let's just get into the categories for this week. So we're starting off with the song in the intro. Um, that was from Usher <laughs> featuring Kiki Palmer. And apparently uh, they had a little rendezvous on the stage down at Usher's um a Vegas show uh, about a month ago. It was like in July and <laughs> just to recap what happened. So I guess Usher had called uh, Kiki Palmer on the stage or pulled her on the stage um, and then proceeded to, you know, give her a little, a little special show, a little lap dance situation. Um, and it was very, you know, PG-13 rated, or I would even say it was PG rated. Um, but the uproar came <laughs> when Kiki Palmer's boyfriend, so Kiki just had a baby, um, I don't know how long ago, but um, Mama looked good. She snapped back real quick. And because if you remember, she announced her pregnancy when she was hosting Saturday Night Live, uh, which was a a while ago, you know, in her monologue, she kind of, you know, did the pregnancy reveal. Um, but she had some funny skits. She had some funny skits that night. But um, anyway, fast forward, she had the baby with somebody named Darius Jackson, who I don't know who he is. Uh, and then, you know, I guess she was having a fun little girl's night back in July. <laughs> you know, got pulled up on stage. Got a lap dance from Usher. She had a little nasty outfit. <laughs> and when I say a nasty outfit, I mean she looked good. Apparently her boyfriend thought that she did not. So he started tweeting up a storm and was basically saying that, you know, 
Hold on, let me find the exact tweet. So Kiki had on, <laughs> it looked like a little bodysuit uh, underneath. And then it was kind of like a, I wouldn't say it's mesh. What is this called? A little uh, see-through um, situation, like covering up. So, I mean, mama looked good. I'm going to give it to her. She looked good. Hair was laid. Outfit was was together. Body looking good. So her boyfriend tweets, you know, not really about, he doesn't mention, you know, the lap dance or like the whatever they were doing, um, whatever she was doing with Usher. He says, it's the outfit though, dot, 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 you a mom, <laughs> which caused Twitter to melt down because he was essentially trying to publicly shame her for what she wore, which is already a no-no. Um, and then secondly, like that's your baby mama. Um, she looked good. She wasn't, you know, doing anything outlandish or outrageous, you know? So <laughs> for him to have that reaction, you know, he was sitting at home. I guess he had the baby that night. You know, and he just was feeling some kind of way. And he's entitled to feel how he feels, right? Playing the devil's advocate. He's entitled to feel however he wanted to feel in that moment. And that's on him. We can't, on the one hand, I don't think we can punish him for having a reaction to it. Now, what I'm going to say is he didn't have to post it because you know (laughs) you know how it is with any family, any relationship, any situation. He could have thrown some shade or like made a shady offhanded comment or, you know, or just not said anything at all. And I think that's where we get social media so messed up is that, you know, yes, he probably went and obviously did have an opinion about it, but he didn't have to post it. Like he could have waited until Kiki got home and then cussed her the fuck out because <laughs> you're not going to be up on this stage embarrassing me or whatever he had to say to her. But I think it kind of goes to, is some deeper. it was some deeper stuff going on uh, with him. So he probably should have put the phone down, gone and tended to that baby, and waited until uh, Kiki got home. Point blank, period. Because now you're causing all of source of trouble. He ended up deleting his Twitter account because they were roasting him and blasting him. They say, the people say he's um, either unemployed, so he like a stay at home, or <laughs> that Kiki, um, he worked for Kiki, which now you're messing your money up because, you know, what's going to happen when she get rid of you? So then to make matters worse, instead of just shutting the fuck up, then he proceeds to engage and then you know, continually trying to explain himself. He says, we live in a generation where a man of a family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. Okay. So now he's calling her immoral. He is saying that uh, she doesn't and is basically shaming her for her outfit, which is another thing. You didn't see what she had on before she left the house? And that's where I started to read through the lines and the cracks in that story. Because if they were this tight unit, one, he would have known what she was going to wear because she would have 
probably showed him, hey, I'm going to this thing. You know, look at these these outfits. I don't know where. Not that she needed to seek his approval or, you know, get his blessing or get him to pick out the outfits. You know, maybe she would have at least showed them to him or, you know, I mean, Kiki got people and stylists and stuff. So maybe he wouldn't have been right there. But I would have at least expected that she would have sent him a picture <laughs> before she went out right right am i or am i am i wrong for thinking that like i don't know if i'm somewhere and my partner's not there i'm gonna send him some you know some pics in the mirror of me you know looking fly hey this is what i'm fitting to wear and i'm fitting to you know show out on these people that to me is common sense so if she ain't even show him then that's already a red flag right there and then that leads me to my bigger question my bigger point of what what happened to the man who's like not intimidated by like their partner's success or like what their partner is doing and go, got going on these new these new baby daddies and boyfriends uh y'all <laughs> y'all got some work to do because Stebbin wouldn't, wouldn't say nothing Stebbin ain't, ain't gonna say shit like I don't even know <laughs> what Stebbin voice sound like and him and Oprah been together for probably like 40 years I don't even know Stedman's last name. Does he have a last name? I don't know. But Stedman knows how to play his part, let Oprah take the lead role, and sit in the back with his mouth shut and keep it moving. Whatever happened to no comment? Because best believe if Aubrey Drake Graham calls me up and says, all I got to do is look fly on this red carpet, fly here and luxuriate by the pool, bring him some Dave's hot chicken, and braid his hair every now and then, baby. I'm keeping it cute and putting it on mute. Y'all ain't going to hear another word out my mouth. And that's the way it should be. Stedman needs to hold a master class on how to be the arm piece, the side piece boyfriend who is just going to step back (laughs) and let his girl shine, his woman shine. Because mama looked good on the stage. Like, if anything, (laughs) he could have tweeted something. In support of her, look at that's my baby mama. Look at how good she looked, you know, blah blah blah, something like that. And then still cussed her the fuck out when she got home. So then fast forward two, three, four weeks, however long ago it was, and <laughs> Kiki and Usher announced that they have a video coming out, a song and a video coming out called Boyfriend. So of course the internet erupted because we already knew what it was about. So. In the video, Kiki's with her girls. They're getting ready to go out uh, to a concert. Or, or you don't know where they're going, but they're like in a hotel uh, with robes on. And they're like getting dressed, getting ready to go out. And so, you know, they're playing Usher music. They're like singing along in the elevator. There's like a little dance break. <laughs> uh, the lyrics are the, of the song are, I hear your boyfriend's looking for me. Now, first of all, it took about three people to write this song. Um, the lyrics are kind of weak, in my opinion. Um, so I was like, uh, did they write this beforehand? Or obviously they tried to rush and put something out to, you know, capitalize on the moment. Which I'm not mad, get you some coins. But yeah, y'all should have took maybe another week and <laughs> got it all together. It's written by three people. Um, Rico Love, who I don't know, the only Rico who was popping this week was them Rico Charges. <laughs> that Donald Trump and them got down to the Georgia. Uh, somebody named Camper and then um, Usher. 
was the third writer of this song. In the song, it's basically talking about, you know, oh, I hear your boyfriend's looking for me, but basically I'm on your mind. So if he's looking for me, that's where he needs to to go. Um, you know, I guess, you know, it... Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess it was, you know, her way of announcing their breakup because apparently they're not together anymore and like at the end of the video kiki's character gets a phone call and whoever she's talking to on the other line um apparently kiki was dreaming that she was at this usher concert or walking through the casino or whatever and she goes oh i was so tired i am a mom after all or i'm a mother after all or something like that and then she kind of winks at the camera so it was, you know, kind of a a little getcha moment, you know, kind of laughing at the, or making light of the situation, which, you know, you got to do sometimes. You got to bring some levity to everything and get you, get you, you know, a few <laughs> laughs and a few coins out of the situation. So I'm not mad at that. But, you know, like I said, it kind of reminds me of a situation I was in, not to go into details but i would have been the usher <laughs> in this situation and you never i'll just say this you never know what people got going on at home and not to condone uh infidelity or the present the perception of that but yeah i was in a situation where somebody's boyfriend was looking for me because <laughs> he, he thought i was like trying to cheat with his boy and it was just a whole mess and you know, I was the innocent party. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what y'all have going on. So I'm just, you know, doing my thing. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like a situation. It wasn't even like a thing. So like, I met this guy through uh, one of my uh, friends in Philly. And, you know, we started just like chit-chatting. I think we were texting or just Facebook messaging or something like that. It was like nothing serious. And then we hung out like once, no, we hung out. Yeah, we only hung out the one time. But the premise of this hangout was like, I was supposed to be teaching him how to make a cake, <laughs> which was a funny um, scenario anyway. But then the guy's boyfriend started like texting me and emailing me and, and, I was like, wait, huh? What? Where? <laughs> I don't know what he told you, but that was clearly not the case of, or, you know, not what went on or was going on or my intention in any of this. But I got called all kind of, all kind of names and all kind of things. Um, and, <laughs> and I said, listen, sweep around your own front door before you come sweeping around mine. Cause I don't have nothing to do with whatever that, is that y'all got going on. So keep them insecurities over there. But tense for you, Kiki, you looked at good. You back on the market, single mom doing her thing. So maybe actually you usher should make this a thing and get you a baby daddy that's on your level. Another couple is in the news <laughs> for breaking up. And this one kind of shocked me. So uh, Britney Spears and her husband, Sam, uh, whatever his last name is, that fine, gorgeous man, are breaking up. TMZ dropped the news on, I think, Wednesday, and it kind of came out of nowhere. So 
y'all know how I feel about Britney Spears and the conservatorship that she was under. I didn't agree with, you know, like all the parts of it because like they made her, you know, like get an IUD so she can't have kids and then they control her money. I want somebody to control her Instagram again because mama needs to stop posting those videos dancing in her hallway or in the kitchen or in the foyer, whatever, in that uh, bikini with them ratted up extensions and <laughs> those dead eyes like, ooh, somebody do a wellness check on Miss Britney Spears. But yeah, so the stories I read <laughs> were that, well, the first one said that Sam filed for divorce because Britney was cheating on him, which I don't necessarily know that I believe that one. <clears throat> then the second one was that um, he filed for a divorce because Britney was physically abusive and attacked him and gave him a black eye. I don't know if I believe that one either. Now, I think that this story is coming out now because a few weeks ago, Britney announced that she was releasing a book in towards the end of this year, I think. So in a few months. So I think that some of this is probably a publicity PR move to get more people to buy this book. Or maybe Sam just got tired of holding that, that camera while she danced offbeat in that kitchen. So mama can get her a tripod, <laughs> a tripod, and a vibrator and call it a day. And because Brittany, I think he just got tired of, of the foolishness. And I can only imagine like the level of chaos that is going on in that home if those are the videos that we see of Britney. Like, we never see her looking good. We never see her them going out to dinner. We never see them, you know, on vacation or them, you know, loved up and having a good time. It's always her rolling around on the beach naked, <laughs> rolling around on the kitchen floor half naked, titties out, uh, almost see her princess flower like girl no ma'am put some clothes on or i'm out <laughs> and that was the ultimatum that sam probably gave her and i'm not mad at it so sam now that you're single my number is actually just dm me at category is pod on instagram so i don't know what the next uh news is going to be about um about britney's divorce I'm assuming they have a, a, a prenup, and I would hope it'd be pretty tight um, because I don't know what Sam does aside from being fine. Um, so he's probably like a Instagram uh, <laughs> influencer or whatever, fitness coach, or, I don't know. But um, yeah, so I don't know what he's going to get from this. Probably nothing, or at least not much. But then again, Brittany was like fresh off of getting, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm guessing he'll ask for at least spousal support. They don't have no kids, so he ain't going to get that child support. And it's not looking good because Sam was like the only person in her life. Like the her two sons are apparently moving to Hawaii. They don't really fuck with her like that. Um, after the conservatorship drama all her family is just a no. So is she going to be all alone? Um, 
Yeah, I, uh, and she has the history of the mental illness. I don't know, y'all. It ain't looking good. So thoughts and prayers up for Britney Spears, y'all. I don't know, y'all. We'll see. And now it's time for tens, tens, tens across the board. And this week, I have a shocking tens. Y'all know I don't really feature her, but my tens this week is going to Taylor Swift. <laughs> because... Reportedly, she declined doing the 2024 Super Bowl, and thank you, God, because I don't know if Mama has it in her to do a good halftime show, especially not following up Rihanna. Well, uh, Rihanna's show was mid, but she was pregnant, so you can't really you can't really uh, comment on it too much. But no shade to Taylor; she has fans like mama has some fans she has a number of songs but i don't know exactly uh her concert was uh, the one in chicago was i want to say a couple months ago and downtown looked like a fucking zoo like all these fans were out in their taylor swift memorabilia they were in these crazy costumes like if y'all thought the renaissance tour costumes were a mess y'all should have seen these taylor swift costumes but that leads me to another question is when do people start wearing costumes to a concert like y'all don't even look comfortable and it's outside you're gonna be hot i know your musk is gonna be up and you'll be sweating and it's just gonna be a stink old mess but i think taylor would appeal to the super bowl demographic um but i just I just, I don't know. She just ain't got it for me. Uh, I, just, I just don't know. I just don't see it. So thank you, guys. She decided not to accept the offer. And, you know, that's the thing. You got to know when to turn stuff down. Like, everything ain't for everybody. So know your limit. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to get on out of here. Y'all have an amazing week. Y'all stay safe, stay healthy, and I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another week. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening to Category is right now. Category is podcast is recorded in Philadelphia. The show is hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Maurice Smith.